Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this... This is This Week in WWE. Of course, I mean World Wrestling Entertainment. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio, not with Jose Oseguera today, who is taking a, I think, two-week vacation? I think, something like that. But with my my special co-host today, we let him out of the bunker from the Pacific Northwest. He has, he has found a new bunker in the San Francisco Bay Area. It's great to be here. I was glad that I was able to trick Ronda Rousey to switch places with me in the bunker. Gabriel Morningstar. Yep. Uh, so was she's in the bunker now? Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are ever wondering what's what's happening with her. I thought she was just having a baby. No, 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 no. She's in the bunker now. Or the baby's in the bunker. I don't know. The baby's in the bunker <laughs> with Ronda Rousey. Da, 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 That's a song I'm going to write. I like A parody it. song. I like it. You know, we sh- the- maybe we should work on a Christmas album. Uh, City Wrestling Radio Christmas album? Yeah. I like it. Um, because I'm into it. You can do a lot of parody songs. Yeah, but we should release it in July because you know Christmas in July is kind of a thing, I guess. Ooh, I yeah. That would appeal to all like the people who like that want the year-round Halloween stores, you know? Exactly. Um, or not because they probably hate Christmas. Mm. So yeah, there's that. So how are you today, sir? Oh, not too bad. It's your not first time. Bad. You're. It's your first yeah. time. Uh, actually, you've been on the show before, but not on right. this week in WWE. Right. It's your first time full co-hosting. How do you? How do you feel going into this? Oh man, um, it's a great honor. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. It, you no, should be super really honored. Is. I am, um, because you know I actually get to interact with people. You know how many greats of... have sat in that chair you're sitting in? So Jose, many. Michael, Noah. Man, only the best. Only the best. Only. Um. um but yeah, there's you know a lot of uh, a lot of thought going into this right now. That's I am, good. I am super. You're nervous. excited. I am excited. I am nervous. I feel like I'm gonna have a baby. You are gonna have. A I baby. am gonna have a baby. You are gonna have a baby. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. Um, so we have another. See, that's the thing. I like how you're having a kid because we're just we're just gonna turn her into a wrestling fan. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. She is gonna wrestle. That, that women's division it. is already on the rise. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, and we're gonna work. It's gonna go gymnastics, jujitsu, and then wrestling. It's that's just how it's gonna work. There you go. Yep. Also, maybe some scholastic training too. No, she's gonna do no, a lot no. of improv because I mean she's got to be good on the mic. She's got to be good on the stick. End you know? games in End games improv in San Francisco. That's yeah. where I went. Mm. Yeah, but thank you guys for tuning in wherever you're tuning in, whether that's SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio or one of the plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. Did you realize that I just found out today we can go live on CastBox really? whenever we want? I just no. found it out today. Um, maybe we'll utilize that in the future. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see how that goes um, because, you know, people got shit to do. Right. Um, also, follow us on social media at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio because we post everything. Every new show we do, we always post on um, Twitter or Facebook. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Yes. Hit that thumbs up button. Oh, wait. No, that's YouTube. Sorry. We have that YouTube too. stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we haven't, I haven't done it in a while. But we have the means of it now. Right. We have a camera here. We have a tripod. Two of them. We have we have two cameras where you could set up a multi-cam shoot. Oh. Um, so that would be crazy. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll record a whole TV show. Right. Um, and another thing, guys, and you know, I know in past shows we have uh, said, you know, like, oh, we have a T-shirt store and everything. Um, I think right now uh, we're working on a new uh, a new store for us. So just halt any T-shirts you want to buy because we're going to have new a new T-shirt um, supplier coming up soon in the very, very, very near future with lots more designs. I already have like five designs I want. I, I'm thinking of uploading. Uh, very Bay Area based because we are a Bay Area based wrestling podcast. That's nice. And the City Wrestling Radio NWO parody shirt, which is magnifique. I love it. It's perfect it. to wear. It is to the um, WWE shows when they come to town in yep. September uh, yep. when Raw and SmackDown come to San Francisco uh, because that was announced a couple weeks ago. We have our tickets for SmackDown, not Raw yet. Um, but did you hear about the ringside seats? 
how expensive they are? Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's that's per a ringside. Penny. Um, I've done ringside in Oakland, and it was five hundred dollars. I know that's a lot of money as well, but, but for, you yeah. know, Sam, extra two fifty. Yeah, and yeah. it's a brand new stadium. I get it. I mean, um, plus you got to get the nachos, and that's probably going to be expensive. Oh, dude, the food at the Chase Stadium, I've already heard. So, first Ooh, off... Tell me, please. First off, the bar is being run by... Um, there's this restaurant in San Francisco. It's mm. super bougie. Not bougie, but it's like hipster bougie mm. called Trick Dog. They're doing like Sub a bar bougie. there. Yeah, it's super... But I fucking love it because I love their food there. They do mm-hmm. like burgers, but like... They do like these fancy... Like this fancy burger, and then they do like... Anyways... Uh-huh. Uh, but anyways, there's a lot of good stuff there. I mean, then again, it is the Bay Area, so it is a land of you know fifteen dollar burgers. Honey, mm-hmm. that is going to be like a thirty dollar burgers there. <laughs> I know that beer there. That's why I'm getting drunk before I go. <laughs> Ray, we're going to Costco, and you can find us at those shows, and we're going to be passing out uh, stickers and Ooh. and uh, promo cards, Everyone and hopefully we'll get some uh, get some video of some fans out there uh, you know, wearing great. your City Wrestling Radio shirt. Because yes. I would love to see we'll do some sort of meetup, something, right. something going out there. Uh, let's get into a little bit of news, though. Um, let's see. Uh, Ruby Riot, though, she undergoes a surgery on her left shoulder. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, Ruby Riot under, uh, has undergone her second shoulder surgery of the year after having surgery. Ruby posted a picture on social media accounts Tuesday and captioned it round two. Ready, fight. Uh, Riot had surgery on her right shoulder in May to repair a bilateral injury. WWE announced at the time that she would have to undergo surgery on her left shoulder at a later date for the same injury. Oh, man. Man, I feel bad for her. Um, the whole Riot squad has been kind of decimated. Yeah. Uh, bit. R- Ruby Riot is now out with injury. Yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan is crying in the rain. I don't know if you've seen that video. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I'm like. Live. Here's a jacket. It's fine. Right. I love that. There's like just some guy like, live, live. Are you all right? Yeah, right, live. Live your jacket. Live, live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably like her, like right. her, like gay best friend roommate. Like, girl, girl. What's going on, girl? <laughs> your jacket, live. I'm like, <laughs> you forgot your jacket. Um, no. and, and so then, um, Sarah Logan. She's just MIA right now. Yeah. I she's mean, the only one with that comes out to the Riot Squad music. I think. No, they both did. Both her and Liv Morgan did. Mm. Which is weird. But I mean, best of luck to um, to Ruby, to Ruby Wright, and everything. Um, yeah, hopefully, she recovers fast. Maybe um, uh, maybe John Cena can give her some pointers on recovering really fast. Uh, steroids? Um, no, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Saltwater brine. I feel like I'm John- sorry. I got barbecue on my mind all the time now. Saltwater brine? That might work. <laughs> it might work. Check it out, Ruby Wright. Saltwater brine. Just soak in saltwater brine. Um, yeah. So, but uh, unfortunately, last week uh, we did lose a legend. In the wrestling community, that's uh, very tragic. Mister Harley Race, I know, uh, was and pretty young too. I mean, seventy-four, 70, I believe. Was it seventy-four or seventy-six? I don't remember. The seventy-six. You're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, "Wow, he was he was pretty young." Yeah. Um. And he looked he looked he lived a hard life, man. Yeah. No, definitely. He I lived mean, the fast life. Everyone says. I mean, everyone, everyone says. Yeah. He was a twenty-five fat, years in that ring. Uh, longer than twenty-five years, but twenty-five but, years known as the king of yeah. Uh, um and. But also, he was the guy to always like drive super fast, exactly. smoke a ton of cigarettes, eat a bunch yeah. of red meat. I mean, he looks like he ate cigarettes. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, I'm sure him and Lex probably just, you know. I don't want to know what they did back in the early <laughs> two, early nineties, <laughs> right? Um, because With their crazy wild life. I mean, have you seen Lex Luger now? Jesus. Yeah, dude. He's in. It, no, he got out of jail. Ooh. Well, for the whole Miss Elizabeth. Thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he like overdosed. He, yeah. She overdosed when. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to Harley. Back cause... to Harley. Uh, yeah, but WWE right. did air a really uh, touching a um, tribute video this week, and I want to play for you guys. So it's mostly audio. Um, so here we go. This past week, the world of sports entertainment lost a legend. Introducing from Kansas City, Missouri, Harley Race. Harley Race's career was one decorated in championship gold as he held the NWA World Heavyweight Championship an astonishing eight times. Anybody that faced Harley Race when he was the world champion, you knew that you were in for a real fight. Harley was a workhorse. He was very proud of that championship. You're walking in against a man that has survived every obstacle that's ever been thrown in front of me. Harley engaged in epic title versus title clashes with WWE champions superstar Billy Graham and Bob Backlund. Right here, Daddy, is the Muhammad Ali of it all. 
but is perhaps best remembered for his epic rivalry with the nature boy Ric Flair. The single toughest, most intense wrestler I've ever been in the ring with in my entire life. Harley would join the WWE in 1986 and go on to win King of the Ring, after which he would nobly refer to himself as King Harley Race. I crown you the King Handsome Harley Race. I've listened to Hall of Famers tell story after story about the toughness and the skill that Harley Race possessed. That's what makes him one of the greatest superstars of all time. After an illustrious 25-year in-ring career, Harley retired from competition in 1990 and began managing for WCW's Lex Luger and Vader, leading them both to WCW World Championships. And in 2004, Harley Race would take his rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame. I've been an extremely blessed human being. God gave me the talent to work in this business. There's not a better spot on earth than under those bright lights. Harley Race, one of the baddest dudes to ever step in a ring, a legitimate tough guy, and a guy that every single buddy in the whole business had nothing but high regard and total respect for. Harley Race passed away this past week at the age of 76. We at WWE send our deepest sympathies to his family and loved ones. Harley Race will forever be remembered by his WWE family as a friend, a mentor, and a champion. She's like, he beat you up. You're now on a microphone. How you doing? Hey. Wow. So that was the um, that was a tribute video played by WWE this last week on uh, both Raw and SmackDown, I believe. And uh, yeah, man, you know, it, it's sad to see Harley go. Um, he, you know, his son is wrestling now. He kind of was the one that brought the NWA champ- championship, um, one of the ones to bring it to prominence, along with Ric Flair, yep. as they said in that. And um, But, you know, the King, the whole King Harley race thing was kind of a rib on him because he actually believed he was the best wrestler in the world. This is according to Dave Meltzer, and they, let's, let's call him King Harley race. And he took it so seriously. Oh, wow. And apparently everyone in the back was kind of like. <laughs> yeah, King. So it's it you know rest in peace uh, Harley and uh, you know best con- uh, condolences to uh, friends family and uh, fans of yep. uh, of the King handsome Harley Race. I say that about him and then I always like hear things about wrestlers. Hopefully we'll never hear anything bad about him in the future. Right. Um, now let's get into uh, like I said this is this week in WWE. We're here to talk Raw and SmackDown. Uh, let's talk and we're gonna talk a little bit of SummerSlam at the end of the show because hell I'm not doing a separate show. <clears throat> if WWE doesn't want to put the time and effort into building matches, I'm not going to put the time and effort into doing separate shows. I like it. I like it a lot. So let's kick it off with uh, Monday Night Raw this last week. <clears throat> I believe they were in Pittsburgh. Uh, yes. Were they in Pittsburgh or no? No, they were in no. No, they were in Detroit. Yeah, they Detroit. were in Detroit. They were in Detroit one night in Pittsburgh yeah. the other. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot. Detroit, Anyways. Detroit was SmackDown. So Pittsburgh for Monday Night yeah. Raw. Uh, I kicked off with a uh, tribute to the victims of El Paso and Dayton, Ohio, which is a terrible thing. You know, me and Michael talked about it on the last show. I'm not going to get full into it again, but you know, like we said before, there needs to be something to be done. Yep. Uh, and then we kicked off with uh, the Raw intro, which I haven't fucking seen in forever. And I was like, did Raw get new intro music? You know, okay, here's the thing that I watched <laughs> the, the shorter version. There was on no Hulu. Intro. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see no intro there. Okay. Well, they they were like, we can get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, then we kicked off with Samoa Joe. He uh, he just appears on the commentator's desk, right? Just yelling at Michael Cole. Yelling just, at Michael Cole and Corey Graves. He leaves Renee Young out. He's like, I'm yeah. sorry, Renee. Yeah. Just step off the side real quick. I'm gonna yell at these right. two guys for a second. Uh, Joe says he was wrongly accused for attacking Roman, and yep. uh, he was big mad. Only by um, he was only accused by that one guy at the airport. Yeah, which which I thought was like some sort of fan encounter. Which I did. Did you see that video? Yeah. So I was like looking at that video so, where it was like a fan at the airport. Not a fan. Sorry, it was technically someone WWE. You're right. Like Joe, Joe, uh, what do you say about the one you being the one attacking Roman? Joe was like, "You just recording me? What is this? I'll take my phone." And I was like, "Does Joe know what's going on right here? <laughs> right? Like, I was like, does Joe know this is WWE?" And Joe's like, "Oh shit!" Like, because it seemed like a very like. You can record me. Maybe I'll record you. Like, right? Very real, intimate moment. Some like TMZ type stuff. Uh, but Joe believes uh, his good name was besmirched, and uh, he says he's going to yep. shut down Monday Night Raw uh, when Roman Reigns comes comes to town or yep. gets he, there. Yeah, and he was just going to wait for him there because and... apparently Roman just gets there whenever the fuck he wants, right? And just uses his seniority. I don't know. Right. Reminds me of somebody else. Brock. <clears throat> no. 
Yeah. Brock's no, been there no. lately. Actually. I know, I know, right? Which He's is crazy. Working. Uh, then out comes Becky Lynch, and I thought there yep. would—I thought there would have been a little like, like, inter- hey, inter- you interrupted me. I'm yeah, mad. But but she'll be like, right. I'm the man, so it's yeah. all right. I'm yeah. Becky Lynch. Then we have a match: Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus Natalia and Trish Stratus. So we have the yep. um, so it's kind of like a SummerSlam build-up match. Uh, Becky and Natty start the match. Uh, Betty locks Becky, or sorry, Natty locks in a sharpshooter on Becky, and mm-hmm. Becky gets the ropes. Natty ignores the ref. DQ finish. Yep, uh, she is. I like. I like this Natty. This like big mad kind of heel Natty. Um, you know. She doesn't come across like every time she seems like she wants to be angry. She seems I, like she wants to smile. Yeah, I know, She's right? Like, I'm gonna make you tap out. Okay, so here's here's my big thing about this. What's that? Um, that. I'm just I'm still super surprised that Trish just looks the way that she does, still outstanding, still in great shape, even though she hasn't performed in like, you know. Well, she didn't even wrestle on Monday. Exactly. No, she didn't. And I thought that was kind of funny. Um She's just like on the Yeah, she never got tagged in. Yeah, exactly. So it was basically two on one, Natalia versus yeah, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. I also thought that it was funny that like I don't know if you saw that part where um Natty is like um Trish goes to check on uh Becky and then Natty was just like, I'm gonna shove her. Oh, she shoved her own partner? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't really tell who's heel in this match coming up at SummerSlam, Natalia or Becky Lynch. Right. So. I don't know. Uh, but then, uh, let's see, uh, after the match, yeah, you said uh, Trish and Natty, they, uh, they kind of push, push each other around. Yeah. A lot of pushing this week, I think, yeah, in the women's was division. Just, it, there was some shoving. There was, was a lot of shoving this week in the women's division. Shove you. Um, and uh, like I said last week, Trish is, uh, well, I'll save it for SmackDown. And then we have Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, which, by God. Oh, wait, hold on. What was that? You almost forgot to mention. What? Charlotte walked out. Oh, that's right. Charlotte Becky. did walk out on Becky because she was like, "I'm a more nobody is friends in this match. Nobody, nobody. They're just reminiscent of a New Japan tag match too, where it just gets mixed up, and you're like, right? What? Just, What's going on? Exactly. Why is this person tagging? I with think this person? somebody stole somebody's top. I'm just gonna say it. Wait, what? I think somebody stole somebody's top, and that's why they're all fighting. Like they're like like oh, someone's like shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. was like, like top of the card. No, no. Okay. Then we have Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. And by God. By God. Right. I haven't seen a match like this on Monday Night Raw in a long time. This is a great match. This is a great fucking oh. match. What? But before that, there was a segment. Was there? Yeah. Huh? There was the 24-hour belt segment. And that was just bad. Can we just say that it was bad? No, I think that's after this. That's after this. Was it? Yeah. That's after this. At least in my notes, it is. Uh, at least with the Monday Night Raw, uh, the, one, the one I watched. Maybe they redid it around for... Uh, the Hulu version? Yeah, maybe. Because um, then after that, then there was also a Brock segment. So yeah. So it was Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. It was a great yeah. match. Back and forth between the two men. Such such a great match. Uh, amazing sliding sunset flip power bump to Andrade from uh, Rey Mysterio on the outside. We have a Canadian destroyer to Andrade. Double knees to Rey, followed by a kick out. Andrade goes for the mask again. The ref pushed Andrade back, and Zelina Vega gets the cheap shot on Rey. Hammerlock DDT to Rey, and Andrade gets the pin yep. and a win. Um, I wonder, you know, I wonder if this is going to lead to a hair versus mask match. Probably. You know, and these two guys who both, you know, are very prominent in the Lucha Libre scene. Oh, yeah. Rey Mysterio, of course, you know, you know his lineage. Um, Andrade, uh, formerly known as La Sombra. Yeah. And I believe he was in CMLL yeah. um, with the mask. Um, he knows, you know, fuck, he's great. He's one of the former members of Los Ingobernables de Mexico. Yep. And... You know, AAA was this last weekend, and if they wanted to fucking showcase their Lucha Libre, they really fucking did. Oh, yeah. And it was a great match. Uh, I would say G1 caliber style match. Um, it was so good. Um, yeah. No, definitely. I'm really liking what they're doing. And I hear Andrade's got some stuff. And, you know, he's got um, he's got a good name going in the back. Like People yeah. love him in the back, apparently. Apparently, Vince is very high on him, and everyone right. in the back loves him. So it's paying off. Exactly. Yeah. Him and Charlotte are going to have amazing, like, genetic they freak are babies. They're going to have the most. Those babies are going to do somersault out of Charlotte. Oh, like, 100%. <laughs> with their lats already developed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we cut to earlier today, as you were saying a second yeah. ago. We go to the OBGYN because we don't have enough of these segments on Raw anymore. Oh, God. You know what? So here's the thing that these bothers segments, me. segments. What? About the Hulu thing, that it's literally just video packages. Like one after the other, and then like just a small like smidgen of wrestling. You just start pirating the fucking the show. Yeah. Right. Uh, cut to earlier today though. Um, these segments I believe are kind of like the Torianos 
of you know Toriano of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's kind of the comedy, right. the comedy wrestler. You know, he always has like five minute matches. Yeah, he's called you know the uh, the biggest upset in New Japan history because he pins you know big names, but he's not that big of a fighter anymore. Yeah. Um. So sometimes I guess like during you know if there's a lot of wrestling I guess, but there's not so much wrestling going on. Yeah. Uh. So we go earlier today. Mike is giving Maria a back massage with OBGYN. Uh, Mike is leaning in and hugs Maria and pin the ref. The doctor is a ref, right? How did they not notice that it was ref lady? And this is a new ref lady. This is a new ref lady. I haven't seen her before. There's a ref lady in NXT, but it's a different ref lady. I thought that was the same ref lady. I haven't seen her before. I don't know. Oh my God. I saw her. Maybe I'm being biased and all ref ladies look the same to me. She's the second ref lady, I think in WWE now. There was one ref lady in NXT and I think she's thinner and taller. You know, what's funny is that so... Um, the other day, my wife confused Little Nate for a ref lady. Uh, <laughs> a little Nate can be like a very uh, masculine woman. I could see it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so, Mike Kanellis wins a twenty four seven title. Yep. He walks out into the uh, to the waiting room after he wins the title. Um, mm-hmm. Just walks out on his wife. Yep. Which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> right in the middle of a OBGYN appointment i guess i don't know i don't know you know more about those than i do yeah i you recently pr- went to one yeah uh, actually yesterday um so yeah that's yeah. um that's crazy he just walks out on his wife and yep. uh he's 24 7 champion but our truth and carmella are waiting in the yep. in the weight room completely and our, in drag yep. both of them <laughs> both of them and our truth out of nowhere pops out a white baby uh, yeah <laughs> Reminiscent of uh, May Young and the hand. Exactly. Um, he uh, he was like and throws it at Mike. And he's then, oh my water burst and he yeah. throws the baby at him, rolls him up, and which you know I thought was really funny. He knows it's our truth. The exactly. baby comes out and he throws it, and, and Canellas catches it like no, the baby, no, it's a baby, <laughs> it's gonna get hurt. Um, yep. So he, our truth is the twenty four seven champion again, and there we go. Mm-hmm. And then we cut backstage to Charlie with Becky Lynch. Becky, she. Well, he has one way to sell, personally, and this is the way I think. She just limps around after she's hurt. Like, anytime she's ever been hurt, she just has this, like, one limp in her leg. And it's the, the same way she sells for anything, which <laughs> I totally think is really does. funny. Uh, Becky says that Natty might as well bring the whole effing heart family. I think I add the effing part. Uh, because nothing is going to stop her from tapping Natty out. Uh, says that when she's uh, out in the ring changing. Uh, she says... Well, I'm out in the ring changing the business, Natty. You're out on TV changing your bikini. Ooh. That's more Nikki Cross, sorry. And, and taking care of her cats. Well, yeah, she does take care of cats. Becky didn't point that out. She does take care of cats. Really? I'm sure Natty has some, um, she does great work in the feline um, community. community. <laughs> yes. Um, then it cuts to Natty, which seemed really weird because there was like no headphones. There was no nothing. It's like, yeah. how did, and then Sarah Shriver, like, just let Natty talk. Right. Natty, your response. Just let her talk. Just let her. So, Natty says the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I quote, Becky Lynch, you're not going to tap me out with your arm bar. You can't even break my arm. Because if you break my arm, I'm still not going to tap. What fucking six-year-old wrote that? What six-year-old wrote that? Mm. You can't make me tap because you won't break my arm. And even if you do break my arm, I still won't tap. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. It's completely like that. And okay, just... so here's the big thing that I've been noticing. So, I mean, definitely athletes are so... Like, all the athletes, the athleticism is, you know, through the roof with all of them. But, man, everybody on the mic now is just so crappy. I think what Natty was trying to say was, you can go ahead and try to... You can go ahead and yeah. break my arm, but I'm still not going to tap. Yeah, yeah. But she said it in this but way that said, was like... Yeah, like... like like, like she like forgot the line and was like trying to like go because you know why they're so bad is because they're given fucking word for word what to say and then they they fumble because they're given it like right. Vince cut to SmackDown he tore up the fucking show ninety or three hours before the show yep. the script tore it up threw it out what so it's like what you know exactly. how can any so of these how, people right and then you know and they can't just improv essentially right then and there and if they do i'm pretty sure i don't know if they would probably do better they would probably do better i think there are some that definitely would and others that would just be mm. real bad i don't know i think the way wwe like i get what you're saying that like some people aren't good on the mic like yeah. but 
you got to let them sing. I think they would come off more authentic. No, definitely. Because it'd be their own words and how they react to it, you know, with their own emotions, essentially. Exactly. It won't come off cross fake. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Then, uh, then we got to Brock Lesnar with an in-ring promo. Oh, uh, my God. Can I just start off by saying something? Yes. Yes, you may. Brock's teeth. Uh, what about them? They look like Vermont cheddar blocks. And, and I'm really surprised because... Usually all these superstars, you know, they do the whole veneer, teeth whitening thing. And he lives in Canada. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. It's probably cheaper for him. I don't know how their dental is, but... But, man, he's got some straight-up Vermont cheddar blocks. Well, you know what? You know how much red meat that guy eats? Yeah, but they're stained like he eats cigars and... He probably does. (laughs) Just eats cigars. Cigar or... (laughs) He lights them and eats them. Steaks stuffed with cigars. I could see that. Like, um, what do they call that? Look, I don't know. That's, that's While he pees standing up because, you know, he's got to feel manly about everything he does. Yes. While taking a shit at the same time. Exactly. Uh, Heyman says uh, Rollins, Seth Rollins, has more balls than brains. Out comes Seth Rollins. He says a whole bunch of shit before that, but yeah. it's all just like, my client Brock Lesnar, blah, 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 blah. It's the same shit we hear each every, and every, every single time. week. Yeah. Rollins gingerly comes to the ring, selling the injury from the wink before. Gingerly. And uh, it's the word of the week this week. Uh, the crowd is dead silent. Um, he comes, Rollins comes out with a chair. Brock beats the shit out of him when he gets in the of ring. Of course. Um, I mean, it's the same basic formula of, you know, beat up the guy and then he'll probably win the pay per view. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rollins has no chance at the pay per view now. Yeah, yeah. It's like you wanted Seth to look extremely weak. He fucking beat Brock right? at Mania. Was like three stomps, yep. And then he pinned him in like a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? And now you want? Now you're expecting me, like, you know, yeah. like you just killed Seth. Right. Given, I don't really care about Seth Rollins anymore. No, honestly, ever okay. since he starts spouting off on social media to here, everyone, here's the thing: yeah. like, I've always found Seth Rollins to be really lackluster, just really boring. Honestly, um, I don't know. I just feel like he's just so monotone with everything oh, God. that he says. And you know what? When you say that. The promo he cut right after this exactly um, yep. exemplifies it because yeah. what were you, you going to say? Finish what you're saying? Yeah. No, it just that he just sounds so monotone, especially with the promo right afterwards after he gets his ass kicked where he's like, you know, and then the what chants were oh, just they were, so prominent. They were like, killing you him. Them. Yep. They were killing him. He goes, I says, and, and you know what? I'm going to try to do says, I got to start asking my question myself. Is it worth it? No, you're you're putting too much emotion into it. You got to be more robot like. I got to start asking if it's worth it. And yeah, I'm still too, mo- too, yeah, too emotional. Yeah, exactly. I still do it way too too better. Yeah, no, he just you know he started saying you know is it worth it to continue? And everyone's giving the wet chant. Mm-hmm. For me, it is worth it, and I guarantee I I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah, it's all I am. You know what, Seth? Yeah. You should look for a better purpose in this world. Exactly. You know, who I really think it's a great purpose in this world. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because he is probably the biggest. Like, if you think about the shit people do mm-hmm. in WWE, if you actually look at people's character on and off, Sami Zayn's probably the biggest face that WWE has. Oh, 100%. He's always like, He's probably, hey, everybody's full of shit. I'm going to expose your shit. Also, give to it's Sami me. for Syria because it's a fucking. People in Syria are getting killed, and I'm Syrian, Definitely. and I want to give back to my community. Exactly. And it's like. You know what? And I can see why Sami Zayn stays in WWE. Mm-hmm. It's because it's the biggest platform to get his message across. Good on him. You know, yep. he thinks things through. Uh, but enough about Sami Zayn. Um, let's cut to Charlie backstage with Kurt Angle. Oh, man. And the Street Profits. I, I loved this. I love I the Street Profits. So much. Uh, so uh, in walk the Street Profits, hyping up TakeOver this, uh, this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, they come in with a cooler, and they wa- they want to share a glass of milk with Kurt Angle. Well, no, even before the milk. So for a second there, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make them stir it up or whatever the fuck." Um, they do. Um, Kurt Angle's such a fucking dork. I know. I love, <laughs> love it. He's it, just like, "Oh, these hip funny. guys are coming." It's true because I <laughs> saw video footage. I had some friends at Stockton Stockton Con this past mm-hmm. weekend. Kurt Angle was there, and they were off to the side, and they they just started playing his theme song. Mm-hmm. And he looked to the side. I was like. <laughs> And he had that same fucking stupid look that he had. Uh, like, he was, like, laughing. But, like, all right, guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah I suck. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a dork. But I love him. I love um, him. 
But uh, yeah, and walk the street yeah. profits, and they want to share a glass of milk. Yeah, yeah, I was but, really surprised when they just opened up their you know their cooler and boom, it's milk. But Curting, Horizon milk, by the way, they yeah, didn't even block yeah, anything out. I know right? Horizon's like, thanks guys. Right. Um, so Kurt Angle says, you know, tonight. I wonder if he's lactose intolerant now because of all the milk he drank back in the day. Maybe. Because he says, I promised my wife I, I, I want it tonight, you know, or I want it. Yeah, I wouldn't do anything crazy. It's milk, man. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking milk, man. <laughs> How much of a dork are you to not have a glass of milk? I don't uh, know. In walks Drew McIntyre, and he just wants to tell Kurt tonight to call he down was the middle. A dick. He, I like his new, and you could tell Paul Heyman has really changed a bra a little bit because where's Baron Corbin, by the way? Right. He has not been on TV in weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew McIntyre has this new, like, kind of cocky like kind of funny attitude now and i like it i like it though it's better than just brooding just like yeah, quiet just, drew like oh i'm drew mcintyre i'm big i'm going to kill you roman i'm going to kick your head off exactly yeah. now it's like I he mean, has he some character that, but, yeah. at least um he wants to tell kurt tonight to call it down the middle because um because he remembers what happens last time they were in the ring together yeah. remember he retired him something like that uh then we have uh the viking experience versus jay alexander and Eric Abraham. See, I didn't see this. Um, it was a squash match. It was a, it was local competitors. Yeah. Uh, one guy looked like a very thin Reggie Watts, which I thought was funny. Really? Uh, Corey Graves called him the guy from Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, wow. So That's that was funny. pretty funny. But, yeah. I remember when I saw them live. The guy was way too drunk to sing a song. Coheed and Cambria? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the Viking experience. <laughs> I was like, when did you see the Viking Experience live? They sound like a band name too. We are the Viking, Viking Experience, but they're like the deathcore metal that like deathcore band that like made it big time, and like now they're just like 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 kind of like poppy. Yeah, you know. I can see that. Uh, then we have uh, Cedric versus Drew, and uh, it wasn't really much of a match. Um, yeah. Drew attacks Cedric on the outside. Tornado DDT to Drew off the barricade, and then the lights go out. Mm. Man, he's here. Oh, the no. fiend, the fiend's here. Put the mandible claw. Hey, man. There we go. Hey, man. What's up, Kurt? They gonna put the mandible claw on you. What's up, Bray Wyatt? And um, he just puts the mandible claw on him and makes uh, puts out Kurt Angle. So it's good. A legend yeah. putting over a current day roster member. Yeah. I like it. You know what's funny is that so this whole fiend mask thing. I feel like <coughs> I would have had such a boner for him. Oh, when you were thirteen. Oh yeah, like when yeah. this like Slipknot phase and all that. Yeah. I mean, you know Slipknot um, loves NXT, apparently? I could see that. Apparently, Corey Taylor just made a prediction on the Cole versus Gargano match coming up at this takeover. Ooh. But you got to wait to hear that on I the know. B-Show this Friday with me and Michael Vergara. Uh, so, yeah, the Fiend attacks uh, Kurt Angle. Lights go back out, and there we go. Now we cut to the New Day versus the OC, the original, the only champions now. Like they call I don't fucking know. It, the, it's the like OC, every week. Like, I was like, wait a minute. You know what? And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna steal this from a, a meme. I love the meme online. I mentioned this last week. Whereas, like, if Scott Dawson of the Revival doesn't fuck form a stable and call it Dawson's Creek and go to war with the OC, oh my god, yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, the let's see, the New Day versus the OC. Big Luke Gallows wears face paint again, like he did in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep. So I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, then AJ comes down with the OC. AJ attacks the New Day kind of right right away. Uh, the OC yeah, beats down the New Day. And out comes Ricochet. For the save. Yep. He was like, hey, no, those are my friends, and the earth is not flat. Exactly. And they were like, wait a minute. The earth is AJ flat. An earth, a flat earther? I've never heard that. He's got questions. Apparently. You know what? I, I, I'm not saying that the earth, the earth is, is flat, flat. But I have questions. But I have questions. Like, the map. It's called sea level, not sea curve. You know what? Earth. I put the map on my wall. It looks flat. Yeah. Y- explain that to me. I know it's a circle around, <laughs> but... Uh, then, uh, then we have a six-man tag: AJ, AJ and uh, also the OC versus the New Day and Ricochet. Uh, kind of like I said, it reminded me of a New Japan six-man tag match: uh, Magic Killer to Xavier and Gallows gets the pin on Xavier. Mm-hmm. And backstage, Joe he's uh, he's shutting down Monday Night Raw because he hears Roman's almost here. He's a big man. Uh, Joe says he uh, he says he knows a little bit about Island Time, but this is ridiculous. I mean, it kind of is. I, if I would, I'm like Triple H, but hey, Roman, like. Come on, man. We have a call time. Like, you're supposed to be here hours ago. You had to do the right? meet and greet earlier, and we'd have that meeting about your salary. All right, anyways. <laughs> uh, then Joe calls out Roman. He's waiting to rank literally for, like, fucking five minutes. It was so long. I, they probably cut some of it out on your version. Yeah, no, yeah. It just they just showed him, like, pulling up the chair, popping it up, and then just 
You know, oh yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. There was like, literally like two minutes of him just sitting there, like, "Hey, I got all day," like telling the fans, "Like this is not my fault. This is Roman's fault." What the hell? And I was like, "Let's go!" <laughs> right? Like uh, this is not what I paid for. <laughs> he goes out back because he hears Roman's almost here. Oh, the fans chanting CM Punk, by the way. Mm, um, the goes out back. Roman's getting out of his car. They want to fight, and all of a sudden, a mysterious driver drives up and hits the back of Roman's wait, wait, car. Before he does. All that. Did they battle? No, they didn't fight. No, they no, didn't they, fight, they but he wrong. was like, what's up? You what's know, there was all like... Sub, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Yeah, I feel like I've seen this go down. A million um, times, yeah. Yeah, a million times. In the in the street. Yeah, in the street with, with two Samoans. Uh, um, with nobody ending up fighting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no, there was... No, one. the exact same way with a car hitting somebody else's car. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, come on, Us, let's go. Let's do this. And then, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The unwanted Samoan. Yeah. Samoa Joe. <laughs> I, they need to form a tag team, the Samoan Joes. The Samoan Joes. You know, so, okay, so anyway, after, I don't know if we're going to talk about, well, I think that was on SmackDown where. We'll wait till SmackDown, but yeah. Yeah, where, where, where Roman. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait yeah. there. Um, but yeah, no, so everyone's wondering at this point, who doing it? Who doing it? Right. Um, you know, but it's funny. Is this a face turn for Samoa Joe? Because Samoa Joe, after it happened, Samoa yeah. Joe comes back. He's like, he tells Roman to stay down. He's calling for medics. Yeah. Get out here. And Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Um, I just want cookies There's now. There's two of them. Um, I know, right? <laughs> the Samoa, not the Samoa name Joe, Samoa Joe. Uh, Samoa Joe, he, you know, cut an interview with, I think, Charlie or whoever. One of them. One of the bots. Yeah. And, um, he, you know, they asked, why did you help save me? He goes, you know, I'm, you know, I had beef with Roman, but I never... But that's a whole nother level that take that takes it to all the you know. Really, they try to murder him. He's like, "What? No." Right. Um. Then uh, we cut to the four uh, four way elimination match mm-hmm. uh, for the according to the fucking um, the screen the Raw Women's Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Um. So Billy and Mandy. So this is between the Kabuki Warriors, um, Fire and Desire, the Iconics, and Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Fire. I wanted them to win so badly. I love Fire and Desire so much. So fuck, like they are my favorite women's tag team. No, they are my favorite. How? First off, fucking Sonya Deville, awesome. Oh wait, no, I'm dumb. I'm sorry, I you're, confused them. You're thinking of the Iconics? No, I'm thinking of um, Alexa and. Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. I think they're stupid. Yeah, I love Mandy Rose and Sonya. Oh yeah, Deville. no, one hundred percent. But. But at the same time, like, oh, man, this match, I felt like there were so many botches going on. Yeah. I mean, like. At least they were trying. Uh, yeah. But, oh, man, I feel like they could. I don't know. Uh, Billy and Mandy start the match, though. And the Iconics are, like, cleaning house. Yeah. I think it was like, they were like, fuck, we have to make them look strong at one. They were like, if we're going to lose the titles tonight, make us look strong for a second. <laughs> right. They were like, all right. So they give them a spot where they take everybody out. We have a blonde trigger to Billy Kay. Uh, which is like a running knee to the face. Uh, Mandy then pins Peyton. Peyton and Billy Kay are out of the match. Guaranteed new champions. Yep. And then uh, Oscar locked to Amanda. Mandy. <coughs> and Oscar uh, gets the submission on Mandy Rose. Yeah. So when Mandy was picking her up, because she picked her up once to do, um, what the heck's her move called? I don't remember. The, the, the knee to the face? No, no, no. Mandy's. Yeah, the knee to the face. It's like a running knee. No. She does something where she... Maybe I don't it's know. her signature. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I was like, she drops her, like... Where she, like, picks her up, like, up where, she, I guess, the head is kind of... It almost looks like a reverse pile driver in a way. Okay. All right. Um, I gotta rewatch but it. But then, it, you know, it slams them down kind of like a uh, like a pedigree in a way. Okay. Um, oh, 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 oh. Uh, butterfly. It's like a... Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, she almost, like, drops her for a second. A double like, underhook suplex, yeah. Yeah, and then... She tries it again, and she couldn't lift her up. Yeah. So it was just like, what's going on there? Well, you know. Asuka no-selling. Asuka's <laughs> just tired. She's going to help her out. But have you noticed, though, Asuka's physique? She's definitely going back to more of the traditional Japanese wrestler. You think so? Yeah. Um, her and Kairi Sane. Because like, like they're, not, they're, not uh, they're not cutting up as much as they used to. Yeah. And you can just see that kind of like. And I like that. I like that. Because it's, it's definitely more real. Did you see when the Kabuki Warriors came out, though? No, they, they they cut the... So under, you know how they put the, the Twitter handles? Yeah. It put um, uh, Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai's Twitter handle on there. Mm. And Io Shirai like, commented on Twitter like, what? <laughs> I wasn't there. Like, do we all look the same or something like that? So 
Uh, like I said, uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville out of the match. Kyrie goes for an insane elbow, pushed off the post by Nikki Cross. Hard right to Kyrie, twisted bliss to Kyrie, saying, "Alexa and Nikki Cross are your new terrible women's tag team champion." I, I don't like it. Um, I don't like. I don't like. At least it's something for them to do. Nikki Cross. Well, you know what? They just they just went to Hot Topic and bought those outfits. <laughs> Not even that shit was like Spencer's. That was like the expensive stuff at Hot Topic. Okay, <laughs> that Come was on. Spencer's. I don't yeah, even know best. what Spencer's is. Like the shittier Hot Topic. Okay. You know the one that the no. yeah you do. I mean, they I'm... usually sell like lava lamps and. Oh uh, yeah, it's like okay, and like it's like the more mainstream like. Yeah, and they usually had like sex toys all the way in the back. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's like for places that don't have anything like that. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like they like they don't have like a good vibrations or something. So. Right. Anyways, then we cut to Miz TV with Dolph Ziggler. HBK joins Miz TV. Uh, Dolph just blindly signs the contract, not reading the fine print. Miz says he can't wait till his fight with Dolph Tisk. next Monday. Tisk. And then all of a sudden, Dol- uh, Dolph uh, Dolph looks confused. Uh, Miz says he didn't read the fine print. HBK steps in Dolph's face and says, "Well, Dolph, it's not me." Yep. I for a second there, I was like. But then he said, it ain't me. He said, no. Then out comes Goldberg. Goldberg. Oldberg comes out and he says, Dolph, you're next and signs the contract. With his weird, like, I want to say Under Armour slash hunting line I'm surprised shirt. He, I'm surprised he didn't bring his son into the ring and rip his shirt, his son's shirt off oh, like God. he did that one time, which was, was very, very so weird. weird. So that was Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. in a nutshell, kind of all together. Yep. Then we go to SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live kicked off with Charlotte Flair in the ring. Um, she cuts a promo. She says, Flair says every time she's in the ring, uh, we're witnessing greatness. Uh, but we uh, but we don't have uh, the genetic prowess that um, Charlotte has. So we'll never yeah. obtain greatness like she has. Nope. Uh, Charlotte that makes sense. I mean, have you seen her? She's pretty fit. Yep. Uh, she says, it's a coincidence that Trish wants to come back during the height of the women's revolution. Charlotte wants to... She starts playing a video package of her career highlights, and it cuts. It doesn't even cut. It just like, it's like someone just made it like that right. into like Trish's highlights, and Charlotte looks mad. She's like, "Ooh, how dare you ruin my video package to play your own?" <laughs> out comes uh, Trish Stratus. I love how she came out though, because Trish, it lo- yeah, it looks. Trish like, is such a mom now. It, well, I love how like she's like hey, guys. from the from like the the bottom down, like she looks like she's ready to go, kind of thing, except. Her boots were not like wrestling. I don't know. I feel like she just kind of threw them on. Okay. And the top. Yeah. It was just like very casual. Like, you know, I, I just, I have to go to Trader Joe's after this. Yeah. And, you know, no, she's very, she's very like, she comes out, she's like, oh, you know, Charlotte, we're going to fight at SummerSlam. And I just, I want to have a good calm match with you, you know. Just not nothing too crazy. You know what I mean? It's very like soft spoken. Like you could tell like she hasn't yelled in years. Like she must have the yeah. most like tame children. Like her like she has her kids on all all on Ritalin. Yes, mother. <laughs> I don't know if that's what Ritalin does, but I don't know. I think it only works if they're already hyper. Hmm. Well, she has some calm kids then, because she has a very indoor voice. Um so uh out comes Trish. Uh says that Charlotte is right because she does want one more match. Trish also says that um She's she Charlotte may be the queen, but she's definitely not Trish Stratus. Uh, then uh, Charlotte mm. woos, and then Trish slaps her. So, yep. So she does that, and like they're gonna a match. Mad mom. They have a lot of part timers at um at Mania or SummerSlam this this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So. Then we have Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio. But before that, Goldberg's music hits. We're like, what Goldberg? What? Right. Uh, no, Ziggler mockingly comes out to Ziggle Goldberg's. Ziggle. I do love it because he's like doing the whole like. Coming from the the back entrance, yep. not the back. Sorry, his locker the, room. The, yeah, the locker room. You can tell they, he looks like I he mean, sounds not, like he hits yeah. his head on the door. He, he also, you can tell that he like slap slaps himself on the chest a bit, like Goldberg used to do, because his chest was just red. Yeah, he's building himself up, yeah. man. You got to get hyped up. Uh, out comes Dream Mysterio because if you want to get ready for Goldberg, you go after another WCW legend. And I I, I don't like how they didn't mention that at all. So this, they should have fucking mentioned that. This is horrible, but a little a little story here with uh, Ray Mysterio. So when we got to see him at APW, um, I don't know if you remember that. And he was late. He was yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. late. So my wife thought because he's he's a really short guy. Yes. My wife thought that that was a hype kid coming out dressed like him. 
She's like, who's this guy coming out here? Yeah. Who's this little kid? Yeah, who's this little... Oh, next, she was like, oh, that's so cute. He's got a little hype kid with him. That's funny. Where is he? That's funny. And it was like, that's that. That him. is Ray. That is Ray. It's funny. One time I, I, I've met somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, I used to work at the same gym as Ray Mysterio. I'm like, oh, that's fucking random. Right? Cool. I also met somebody who came from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee and knows Kane. Hmm. So there you go. There's that. Not dropping any names over here or anything. <laughs> right? Just, Saying, uh, so Ziggler he goes after Ray on the outside. Two super kicks to Ray as he's down. Uh, Ziggler grabs the mic. It says, uh, "I do what I do best on Sunday." Goldberg, you're gonna be last. Out comes Ollie, and he hits a suicide dive on Ziggler. <laughs> and that really it kind of pissed me off because they cut to picture in picture, and they're like on the mic, like talking, starting a match. And I'm like, right. "What is going on? What? Okay, see, I want to hear what's going." What they, they so they, they edited they that out? Yeah, they edited that out. So it lo- so to me it looked like it cut in at, during the middle of the match. Well, kind of, but it was it was more so. Um, it was so after he beats up Ray, um, Ali. So my wife was saying, "Oh no!" So like Ali came out as like, "Oh, he beat up a little kid. I'm gonna come to save him because I'm a cop." <laughs> you can't beat up. He's, he's a little kid. You why you beat up a little kid, man? Why you beat up a little kid, man? I am the light. I do love Ollie. Ollie's. I am the light. I stop people from drinking. Okay. Just by the sheer sight of me, I stop people from drinking. Or drugs or whatever that lady was doing in that weird promo package. She's probably about to shoot up. She was probably. So that reminds me, like, that's so crow like from the movie. What? I don't know if you remember, like, the movie The Crow. I remember it, but I don't like it. There's, like, the specific scene where, like,. He comes up to this lady that like just shot up, and then he like grabs her arm, and then like all the heroin shoots back out of her arm. Jesus then, Christ! Yeah, and then that must be painful for her, right? And then she's like all of a sudden like cured. He's like, "That's what I was going for." Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Ali. Ali's fucking does this great fucking promos every or not promos, but uh, video packages. They're so good. I don't care how fucking cheesy they are sometimes. They're, so they're hit or miss. Cheese. But the first couple ones, like he's like just under like a light post, and they're just they look so good. That's they always they look definitely look, they have great production value for yeah. sure. Uh, then we cut back to the match, uh, rolling X Factor to Ziggler, but then Ziggler hits the not just a super kick, but a sweet mm-hmm. chin music to Ali yep. because you know HBK's somewhat involved in yeah. his feud with Goldberg, kind of sort of because he has that special move, move thief. Exactly, Ziggler has that move <laughs> yep. thief from Two K Twenty now. Yep. 2K20 is coming out. Yeah. yeah. We forgot to talk about that. With a lady on the cover. <gasps> China was on the cover of SmackDown back in the day. Don't get me fucking started. I heard China's going to be in the game. Really? I heard so. I think this is their year for the Hall of Fame. Wow. I think it, I think this is, I'm calling it right now. China in the 2020 Hall of Fame. WWE. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm calling cool. it. Then we cut to Roman backstage with Kayla. And uh, one more hint that Joe is the face now. Roman apologizes to Joe. He's, he's like, I'm sorry, Joe. But he's really apologizing to himself. <laughs> it's like Joe. I'm I'm sorry. I, yep. I I didn't mean besmirch your good name. You know, it's, my bad. Sorry. I'm he sorry to He's, me. You know. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he has some questions for tonight. He's gonna find out who who done it. Who done it? Then we have uh, Natty versus Ember Moon. Which you know, it was a match. Um, uh, has it been, is it me or has Natty always been this? Like, I feel like the past couple weeks she's been very good looking. She, she's definitely like, she's, but I think it's also her attitude that she's definitely carrying herself with. Cause like, like, I'm like, like Ooh, girl, she's, she's like, extra, like on fire, over like, here. Whew, you know, she is definitely like, listen, you crazy Kung Fu wolf bitch. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Ember Moon is just like, I, she's like the rich kid that shoves. And I know it always goes back to Hot Topic, <laughs> but she's the rich kid that goes to Hot Topic. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she's the one that like, gets all the furs and everything and steals uh, fucking Sarah Logan's jacket. And definitely passes by <laughs> that mall ninja store. Definitely buy some shit at the mall ninja store. Yeah, but like, doesn't want to get too much because she'll get yeah. in trouble with her. I feel like she had braces and she's like, I'll get in trouble with my parents. I can't have this katana that's like rainbow colored. You ever watch Big Mouth? No, yeah. you haven't watched Big Mouth yet. No, yeah, I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. The the young the young African American yeah. girl. Yeah. Like I feel like that's young Ember Moon. Oh God. Uh, let's see. Uh, Natty versus Ember Moon. Reverse STO to Natty. Natty locks in the sharpshooter on Ember on the outside. Double count out because she reviews to let the sharpshooter go. Mm-hmm. Uh, out comes Bailey, uh, who gingerly pushes Natty. Shoves her. See a lot of shoving. Uh, lot then of shoving. Natty shoves Bailey. I'm a shove. And man. then Ember shoves Bailey. What the fuck? Everyone's just shoving Bailey. <laughs> just shoves. You're like fuck you, Bailey. Uh. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're like, we're not going. We're not going to perform in your hometown anymore. We got the Chase Center now. 
<laughs> little San Jose girl. Uh, then we have the KO show with Shane McMahon. Uh, KO cuts right to the chase and calls mm-hmm. out Shane. Uh, out comes Shane, and uh, he gets his best in the world intro. Uh, KO cuts it off. Yep. And uh, for some reason, he's uh, he's asking Shane to put his career on the line too this Sunday. I don't get this because it didn't go anywhere. Right. Like if the stipulation was added, it would make sense to ask where I'm like you know or somehow get at. But it didn't. It was like a nowhere segment. It was like, hey, we do this. No. Okay. So we're back at square one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it made I no don't want to. So it was like a whole waste of time. Uh, Shane says no and gives Kalo, uh, KO a list of ways he can lose at uh, SummerSlam. Yep. Shane wants to give the fans a prelude to the, this Sunday. Elias comes out and attacks KO from behind. Shane joins in on the beatdown. Stunner to Elias on the table. But Shane beats down on KO, flips the table over him, and kind of hits like a running kind of like coast to coast. It was kind of like, you know, like that running yeah. drop kick. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't a drop chair. kick. Yeah, with a chair over KO's face on under the announcer's mm-hmm. table. And so, then, And then he wags his finger at him. He's just uh, wagging not, his finger. Naughty boy. Him. You don't be a naughty boy. <laughs> He's like, this is what you're going to get. Is no good. <laughs> uh, then we have Aleister Black versus Sami Zayn, which I thought was going to be at SummerSlam, but no, right. it turns out it's going to be right not. now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Aleister Black's always really cool. I just hate this new fucking gimmick they've given. This new, like... Like Vin, the way Vin, I think Vince just sees a vampire when he sees him. Oh, one hundred percent. He's a vampire, right? No, dude, he's just yeah, no. He likes heavy metal and like yeah, like he, he just likes his black metal and just. he likes hanging out with Lena Vega all the time. This woman, right? I mean, I'd like to hang out with her all the time. Uh, back and forth between the two men. Uh, we have multiple kicks to Sami Zayn. Uh, springboard moonsault to Sami, followed by a running knee, followed by a black mask and a pin and the win. Alistair Black beats Sami Zayn. Yep. So with the black mask. Any, another nothing segment, which you probably didn't even see off the Hulu version, Shelton Benjamin. Oh, no, I saw that. They had that for some weird reason. What, what is this? Because it's Shelton Benjamin. That's how they should say his name each and every time, no matter who introduces him. Um, So on the Titantron. They ask Shelton, this is Shelton, do you ever Shelton. consider going after the 24-7 title? He goes, well, and then just walks away. Well. He's done this like four times. Ha ha, yeah. Like, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, it's kind of like what Daniel Bryan's been doing, like, with the whole, like, he has an announcement, but then, like, doesn't yeah. say anything. Exactly. So, um, then we have Elias backstage. Or, sorry. Uh, no, we have the Firefly Funhouse. Yep. Um, so, I mean, the Firefly Funhouse is fun, and we're going to play it for it each and every week, just as we per- do usually. Purdue. SummerSlam opponent Finn Balor is not afraid of anything. And I love that! <laughs> but just like my good friend Huskis the pig boy here loves to stuff his face with chocolate and other sugary snacks to cover up his insecurities. <laughs> I'm afraid that Finn's courage is really just ignorance in disguise. After all, he invited the fiend to his doorstep willingly. <laughs> Yowie wowie! <laughs> and I, uh, I mean, We've hurt for so long now. It's Finn Balor's turn to hurt. The Fiend is coming for him. Let me in. Let him in. Like, I like that the end is just like, <laughs> like, that's all I heard at the end. 
pretty much. Um, so Bray Wyatt. So I'm glad that this match is happening now and not towards Halloween. Well, do you remember pumpkin last Ballard. time? Pumpkin exactly. Ballard. I enjoyed Pumpkin Ballard. No negative. He was orange and black. Those were my two it fucking was, favorite colors. Yeah, but oh god, it was just he looks so bad. I am Pumpkin Baller, you know. Am, I like Halloween, you know. I, I go like trick or treating. Well, remember what Bray looked like back then too. Yeah, exactly. With it like the he was bad. gonna come out in like in drag or something. Yeah, no, like, uh, like goth drag. Yes, and no. he had like this weird like veil. Dingy, yeah, I was gonna say like this dingy like fish. But we never saw thing. it. Yeah, we never saw it. So didn't he? Was that uh? Yeah. Was that the one where everyone got like fucking like sick? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one where everyone got like sick. Yeah, and they had like I think Kurt Angle had to join the Shield. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no, definitely because um, I'm glad it's happening now because Finn Balor is gonna take some time off after this after SummerSlam. So he needs to, he's probably gonna eat a couple carbs. On he's gonna get off. married. Eventually, yeah. See that wedding? I'm sure he's to, he's, he's got a planet um, with that uh, reporter from um, I don't know what channel in the UK. I don't know. I think BBC. BBC? She's she's very good looking. I'm just mad that him and Kathy Kelly aren't together anymore, or maybe they were never together. Maybe because damn, they are both two beautiful, beautiful people. Right. Then we cut backstage to Elias uh, with uh, Chad Gable, and he says Elias tells Gable to keep his resistant bands away from his guitar. Cable's like, huh, my bad, dude. I, I won't do that next time. And Elias, <laughs> right? Elias says, oh, my bad. I thought I was talking to a legitimate child. So you thought you were talking to a legitimate child who uses resistance bands? Yes. <laughs> There's oh. some buff children out there. There are a lot of kids into nutrition now. Uh, I don't know. That, no, you, you know how many fucking kids I see jogging now? I know. What, our age? Did we ever see kids going jogging? Look, the know. kids I saw riding their bikes. Yeah. And like playing games but i never saw kids like i've seen 12 year olds like jogging now well it's funny that you mentioned that because um my one of my best friends she was uh she was i guess taking care of her kid and a couple of other kids and watching them and they're all around 12 and stuff and they were calorie counting their chicken nuggets yeah i mean if they were over if they were like me when i was that age i was like 300 pounds at that age so 325 actually but yeah that I wish should have been calorie counting at that age. <laughs> um, so let me go to our main event. Yeah. Uh, the New Day versus Rowan and Brian, which I love Rowan and Brian. They're probably my new favorite tag team. And I love, God, I love, 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 love Daniel's. band shirts. <sighs> Daniel Bryan's simple tights, the green, the dark green and the black. They remind me of Minoru Suzuki's trunks mm. a little bit because he has the red and the black. Yeah. Uh, Brian and Xavier start the match. We have a stretch muffler to Daniel Bryan by Big E, which he reverses into a label lock. Uh, to Big E, which then led to a triangle to Big E that ended in a powerbomb to Daniel Bryan. Yep. So it was a good uh, set of reversals. Elbow drop to Rowan by Xavier. Rowan uses the steel stairs to strike Xavier. DQ, New Day wins. But it, it immediately cuts backstage. Roman, he kicks everyone. Okay, so it cut to backstage immediately for you? Yes. So the way they edited it, for they were just there for like a minute in the ring. <laughs> And it was very much. Oh, like I think a, I think I mean, they were there in the ring for a minute. Like, yeah, we was, won. Well, they weren't even doing it. They were just standing there, like just kind of waiting around for a bit. Okay, well, that happened after the segment. And no, no, no. Did it this cut was, off for you? No, this was before at, the segment. Did it cut off for you at the end of the segment? At the end of Roman? Yeah, yeah just like immediately. Oh yeah, so there was a verse for wow. They really fucking skew that show yeah. on Hulu. Um, no, what happened on the TV version? It was the cuts to Roman backstage kicking mm. everyone out of the locker room. You know, yeah. cuts to Buddy Murphy. He is except for Buddy Murphy for some reason. Yeah, was, he's just sitting down, like well, wearing all black with his fucking yeah. nice loafers. Um, he says, "You know, Roman, I, I, I don't know anything. I promise, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but even if I did, I wouldn't tell you." And then Roman beats him up. He says, "It was Rowan." Yeah. Wait, wait, didn't fucking he just say he didn't know anything though? Well, I think he was lying. And I do like how. Daniel Bryan, they cut a segment after this interview. Um, and, you know, we've already had too many audio clips today. I would have played it. But um, Daniel Bryan says, you know, think about it. If if it was, if I was beating you up to the interviewer and I was asking for a name, wouldn't you just give me a name? And it's true. It's like a forced confession. Yeah. So, so there could be a forced confession thing, but I don't think so. You know, it's, it's probably going to lead to Roman challenging Rowan at the pay-per-view and mm-hmm. then finding out Daniel Bryan was behind the attack the entire time. Ooh. Um, and it's going to lead to a Roman Daniel Bryan feud, which I'm I'm enjoying, man. I, I'm going to enjoy. So, but I, I mean, hmm. yeah, I could see it. You don't like same it? time. Well, I don't like it because it definitely like diverges from everything that Bryan's kind of doing, and like oh, helping, in the tag division. Well, like helping push people over, kind of thing. 
Yeah. But I mean, because does Roman really need help being pushed over? Maybe Daniel. Well, Daniel Bryan, maybe he'll go over on Roman. I don't think so. Yeah. So that was SmackDown Live. Let's look ahead to this weekend. Let's do it. SummerSlam. Whoa, whoa, a summer slam. Slamming that is the not summer. the song. Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. Uh, uh. Um, so uh, we have 10 matches announced, none of which are tag matches. All singles matches. All of them. Really? All of them. Oh, oh, no. No, what I think is going to ha- actually happen is it's going to be, they're going to add a match. It's going to be New Day versus mm. Rowan and Brian. And Rowan's going to come out, interfere, beat up on Ro- Rowan, and then Daniel Bryan will get the... The one-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we go through our first match, which is from 205 Live. Drew Gulak defending his title against Oni Lorcan, which I have not watched 205 Live in year? Is that where Oni is now? Oni is on 205 Live now, which is really fucked up, in my opinion. But. I know, right? I feel like it's kind of a graveyard. Um, I, I see Drew Gulak keeping the title here. Yeah. Um, because he just won it I mean, a couple pay-per-views ago. I do love Oni, though. I do love Drew Gulak. He looks good, man. He's in- Drew Gulak's cool. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. Charlotte should go over. Charlotte, I mean, you know, if you're going to build up the talent for the future, she should win. But, you know, I could also see Trish, the face, going over here. I'm going to go Charlotte, though. I'm going Charlotte on this you're one. You're going to go Charlotte? Yeah. I think, yeah, I could see that. Because, I mean, honestly, like, how long is Trish really going to stick around, even if, Well, that's you know? that's the thing, exactly. Yeah. But then it also begs a question for this next match that's also on this list. I don't know the fucking order of the show, so. Mm-hmm. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Goldberg. Of course, Goldberg. But um, Ziggler should win. They need, to, they need to pull the trigger on Ziggler with like doing something. Because, I mean, he's just eating shit all the time. Ziggler's like the Tetsuya Naito of WWE, where it's like right now... It, you need, yeah, you need to pull the trigger on him yeah. either now or never. Exactly. And fuck it. Go for – you did it with and, Kofi. Yep. And, I mean, here's the thing, too. I feel super strongly about that also, like, with Joe. Oh, Samoa Joe? Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they're turning him face. Because yeah. how many times has Joe had a fucking title match? Exactly. And lost. Yeah. He was NXT champion, but – twice, I believe. But Yeah. Um, but I'm saying Ziggler, like, <laughs> Goldberg's not sticking around. Right? No. Unless Goldberg's going to stick around. I don't think he Ziggler is. should win, but I'm going to go Goldberg. I think this is also Goldberg's redemption match from him, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for from sure. the Saudi shows. Yeah. yeah. And then AJ Styles versus Ricochet uh, for the United States title. I'm actually going to go. Um, actually, I'm going to go AJ Styles on this one. Oh, yeah. 100%. AJ's going to retain the title. I, lo- I love me, AJ, and I love his hairstylist, whoever it is. I am. <laughs> uh, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Bray. Bray's going to win that because Balor's taking time off after this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. If Owens loses, he is forced to quit WWE. I think. I think Owens, is KO gonna take some time off? No, but I think Owens is gonna lose. You think so? I think so. I think Owens is gonna lose this match. Mm. It's gonna be some sort of storyline. I mean, I think it's gonna yeah, lead to lead to some sort of angle where he starts running in. Like, I don't care if I'm fired. You're gonna still have to deal with me at every show. He's gonna buy a ticket or something. You know what I mean? Like he's that old angle. Do, yeah. Because it seems like such an Eric Bischoff thing to do. Yeah. Is like. Oh, this fan's gonna buy. This person's gonna buy a ticket. You can't kick me out. Like, yeah, we can. You, right? you can kick anybody out of the stadium <laughs> exactly. for any reason. It's fine. Um, then we have Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Okay, I hate this. I hate this both match. Of them. I, well, honestly, oh, I don't hate Kofi, but I'm tired of this Kofi I Championship am, run. I am just. I don't even get this match. It's like you know. Oh, he shook my hand with his dick hand. <laughs> and Pretty much. He put me down twice. You know. And it's like you took something that was actually real when he called him stupid in the ring. Like that was a legit thing that happened like 10, 12 years ago where Randy like he mm-hmm. Kofi botched or something. And then Randy was like, you're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. And that was a legit issue because he was legit pissed off that yeah. the move didn't go over well. And that was when Randy was like super young and super pissed at everyone. Right. Like very arrogant. Super angsty. I feel like Randy Orton's like serial killer. OK. Randy Orton <laughs> reminds me of that guy in a movie. You know what I mean? Like, everything like he looks like, oh, perfect. And, like, you know, like, husband goes on vacation with family, but his dark secret Very catches the shining. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, he, like, turns on his family. Because I just get that vibe from him. I could see that. I could see that. I'm not saying, like, in real life. I'm just saying in a movie. Yeah, yeah. We're not, like, um, no, I'm not, but... not saying, like, Chris Benoit or anything. That's yeah. fucked up. That's horrible. I would never. Exactly. No, but yeah, no, But he has I, that I look like he could play like... a good role as yeah. a movie character like that. Um, so, uh, I could see him doing that, like the Marine 962. Yeah. Uh, Kofi's retaining the title, I believe. Yeah, I uh, can see that. Ember Moon versus, uh, Bailey 
for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, I'm going to go Ember Moon. Yeah, I'm going to go Crazy Kung Fu Wolf Bitch. Yeah. Ember Moon, um, I think they need to pull the like they need to pull the trigger on her as well because yep. they need to push her to the it's moon. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended, but they really do. Um, and I think she needs to turn heel. I think she does. I think this whole match mm-hmm. with like who's heel, who's face, because Bailey said some heelish shit. Yeah. Ember did some heelish shit. You know what I mean? Right, like where they both like shoved each other, kind of like a little t- uh, tit for tat type uh, thing. A push you, not push you. But yeah, I feel like also Ember needs to when she comes out and does her little yell, oh, it needs to be oh, it needs to be deeper. Oh yeah, yeah, because she just. Ah, <laughs> ah. Um. Yeah. Then we got to Becky Lynch and Natalia for a submission match yeah. for the Raw Women's Title. Beckers. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna go. Beckers. Yeah, Becky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Could it be Natalia? No. I don't think so. No, Becky's not gonna tap. Then Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Rollins. Uh, singles match for the Universal. 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 Mm-hmm. You're like, that's not the word. Brock. Exactly. I'm going to go Daddy Brock. you go Daddy Brock. Did we ever tell them the story? I think I told them the story. Event. We saw Brock at a hotel. We stayed at the same hotel as Brock, so he's now our daddy. Yeah. Um, at the same time as Brock, too, for Rumble Weekend 2017. Yep, it was. Like looking over to see at the DVD, like if I can see it from here. Nope, can't see it from here. Um, so yeah. So you yeah. think Brock as well? Yeah, sadly. I mean, there's no way Rollins gonna look how fucking beat up he was after the first week. You think he's gonna st- like be any better after getting beat up again? That's true. Like, dude, you're gonna be limited to the ring just like you were on Monday Night Raw. Get over yourself. Super fast healer. Yeah, Vacky. healing abilities. Vacky. <laughs> Rub my shoulder, it hurts. Did you hear that allegation that, like, um, <coughs> um, Caitlyn's husband, you know Caitlyn, the former WWE yeah. superstar, her husband said that Rawl- allegedly Rollins was sending nude pictures of himself to Caitlyn <gasps> while they were married, um, while while Caitlyn was married to her, her ex-husband at the time. Um, and Caitlyn, I guess, was like, well, that's just him. He's flirty. I'm just like, how is Becky with, like, unless she's, like, kind of, like, sketchy, too. I just don't think Rollins is that cool. Like, I don't know. I mean, comparatively, I guess he's not that bad. He's just, like, average douchebag. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's, like, average douchebag. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But, you know, he's not, like, warrior asshole douchebag about saying the N-word over and over again. Right, yeah, I can see that. Because fuck warrior. Yeah, I, I I don't see him being, like, a Del Rio type. No, douche. but yeah. he, he but he's like the douche to be like I'm gonna like try to hook up with a married woman. Yeah, he's yeah. like oh yeah I can totally get that. <laughs> I'm, Seth, I'm Seth freaking Rollins. So yeah, so see that. thank you for doing this with me today. Of course, we're coming up on the end of our show. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be back next week. Yeah, you should be back. You're scheduled to be back. I don't know. Uh, you think Jose's? He's not back next week. No. Well, we'll let you know. Oh. You, you keep your schedule open. Oh, I see. I see how this works. Or you could join us if you want to hold it here. You could join us. Um, but thank you for coming in today. Um, you are now an official member of the City Wrestling Radio universe of the the family here. Of the Diamond Studio? Of the Diamond Studio. We got to put your your face, you know, like in the hallway. You know, like at radio um, yeah. stations, they have like all the DJ's faces, like portfolio or portfolio pictures. Oh, God. We're going to put that in my hallway. Mm. Like Corey, Jose, You're Michael. I regret that probably. Just looking at my face. Gabriel. So. Well, thank you again. Um, Anytime. Guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Gabriel Morningstar. And we'll see you late. I'll see you on Friday with uh, with the B-Show with Michael Vergara. We're going to go through the last couple nights of the G1, talk about NXT TakeOver this upcoming weekend, and then we'll be back again on Monday with the G1 Finals. Ooh. Have you watched any of the G1 at all? I saw a couple of highlights, and that's about it. Pretty okay. much, but... You're going to watch the matches. I'll have a yeah. whole list of matches for you to watch. Um, to go over. Catch up. Right. Guys, have a wonderful day. We'll see you later. Bye.